0: Welcome to the Smiling Homeschooler Podcast. My name is Ben Wilson, and this week I'm joined by my brother Ike to talk about encouraging your child's interest and where to begin if they're interested in making things. Ike is super smart and has a ton of practical advice to share. Before we start, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for all their support of the Smiling Homeschooler. They are an amazing math curriculum. Our family has used it, and we believe they help more homeschoolers smile. So go check out their free trial over at teachingtextbooks.com. Also, thank you to Homeschooling Today for partnering with us. But we will tell you more about their amazing magazine later in the show. All right, so let's get going. As I was saying, Dad is down in Florida or on their way. He texted me earlier today, said he was in Atlanta. Um, but they're heading down to the FPEA uh, homeschooling convention, uh, which is an amazing convention. It's kind of like the, I mean, it is in my opinion, the most fun one out of all of them. I mean, you're in Florida for one, you're at an incredible, beautiful resort. Uh, you know, we usually hung out by the pool, but, uh, I do, I as mean, you, you enjoyed, <laughs> you enjoyed FBA, right? When was the last oh, time yeah, you went it's, down there for that? Convention? Uh, it was
1: probably I bet you four years ago or so. so yeah. Three or four years. It's, it's
0: awesome. It's a highlight for sure. And if you really you know amazing. if you're evening remotely close, you should definitely go out and check it check it yeah. out because it's just amazing. If you are down in Florida, hopefully you can uh, while you're you know if you're going to the convention, you can stop by uh, Mom and Dad's booth and say hi and let them know you're a smiling homeschooler. Uh, it's always encouraging for them to you know hear stuff from from the people who are listening and we'd like to meet you and get to know you a little bit so we uh hope hope you can go to the convention conventions need support and they are incredibly encouraging and super fun for you um but uh so definitely do that but i asked ike ike is the let's see the fourth oldest in our family uh he is married to carolyn who is my wife's sister um, so we've we've mentioned that before on the on the show but uh, just mm-hmm. you know a reminder um, he lives like we said just right down the street uh, we just actually all came from his house a few minutes ago uh, we were just some family members hadn't seen it recently so he was kind of give the tour um, but Ike is I mean, he is, I would say, a maker, if uh, that's the right word. I mean, he sells full-time on (laughs) Etsy uh, and has always been super um, into, I mean, tinkering, making, uh, taking apart, inventing, all sorts of stuff. And uh, he's a dreamer. And he – yeah, so I thought it would be kind of fun to just talk to him about kind of some of the things that – If you have a child that maybe is similar, kind of how you can help them. But just in general, even if it's not specifically some of the things he's gonna talk about in a second. um, You know, just in general, if you have a child that, you know, every child has interests and kind of how to encourage those. Um, But uh, Ike, maybe say hi, and uh, maybe you can, if you wanna give any more detail on kind of what you do, uh, you know, just to fill out who you are. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Well, hi. (laughs) Now, I mean, you pretty much summed it up all. Um, But yeah, so I sell things on uh, Etsy. Um, So I've been doing that pretty much full time um, for the past, it was right around after we got married, actually. And we're coming up on our three-year anniversary here in August. Um, So yeah, it was about a month. Actually, I take that back. It was a month before we got married, actually. I think I quit my job and decided I wanted to, you know, just have a go basically at making stuff and seeing if people were interested in it and would pay money for it. Um, yeah. So I opened an Etsy store and I've been selling stuff on Etsy ever since. Um, there was a while there where I got a part-time job. Um, but um but uh etsy picked up again and it was too busy to where i could even keep the job so it's been great for the past two or three years so really and maybe
0: people kind of a rundown of what what yeah. do you
1: sell and also your yeah
0: your uh your etsy store name so that they can go look you up if they want to yeah,
1: definitely yeah so my etsy store name is uh ike like to create um so i have about like 30 items on there um so it's kind of slowly been growing that number trying to at least um but yeah so i sell disney props uh, star wars props i sell lamps quite a few lamps on there i have a thing for lighting in general and flashlights and all sorts of stuff i don't have any flashlights on there yet that's a future goal um but yeah so a whole hodgepodge of things uh all sorts of little doodads and stuff so but yeah pr- pretty and how do you, you i mean and by yeah, making so it's all, maybe
0: explain kind of yep. what you make and how you do that
1: yeah so so i all pretty much all the items on my shop i design in uh 3d software and then i 3d print them with either yeah i have several 3d printers that's um i've grown the arsenal of 3d printers over the years i started with just one um and then yeah i have i think like 10 3d printers now um so yeah so but yeah i 3d print pretty much all of my items um on my store um so yeah i 3d print them and then once they're done being uh printed i will usually uh, uh finish and prime and paint and make them look like they're not 3d printed basically right. um to achieve like a store almost looking product some of my things are raw 3d printed but most of them are all painted and finished pretty heavily yeah. um to get smooth finish and stuff um, what so do you there's quite a few steps that go into that
0: i mean what what, what would you say like mm. have you have has the you know tinkering oh i don't know what you'd even call it as a kid like when did it Mm -hmm. start when did you start feeling that what kind of got you interested in (laughs) everything that you do now i mean was it from literally you a baby or was it you know I, um,
1: uh, i don't know if there's one thing that triggered it it's just always i've always been one that just wants to know how things work i mean it really just comes with i guess being curious and most people i feel like are curious um so i just want to know how things work and so i would you know want to take apart things i would read about certain things you know i would just examine things um i'm trying to think like i mean i was you know like for like birthdays and stuff i would get you know like little solar panel kits with motors and stuff and then i think actually honestly the probably the first thing that was really ever kind of in this avenue was we had a, a little uh not a board game but like you know the it was like basically modular kind of lego uh circuit you know, you basically build your circuits with little lights and batteries and stuff. And that was the first thing that, and I was actually obsessed with that now that I think about it. And I was always go up in the attic and put it, away, you know, put it together in different it like areas. like snap uh, together and stuff like that. Yep. Yeah. So that kind of started, I guess, the, uh, the electricity and, you know, m- the more technical side of how things work and stuff and figuring out how to put it together. Um, yeah. but yeah. So then I think the main project that really, I mean, again, there was a whole bunch of things sprinkled throughout growing up, but when I was about I think 11 years old. Um, I mean, I've always loved flight. Um, you know, airplanes, all sorts of things. Um, and basically, it was with my dad. And I, I told him I saw a video actually online, and it was a guy with a jetpack. Um, and I'm like, that is the coolest thing in the world. Like, I have to build a jetpack or own a jetpack or whatever. I want to, you know, have one so bad. And so basically, I. I told dad, I'm like, man, we need to get a jet engine to build this. Right. I'm like, you have to start with a jet engine. And he's like, where are we going to get a jet engine? And I'm like, I'm sure eBay has one. And he's like, there's no way eBay sells jet engines. So we looked on eBay and sure enough, they had they sold jet engines. You know, they're obviously like ten thousand dollars or whatever, if not more. Um, But then we were able to find uh, $30 plans how to build jet engines online. So we bought this little paper book, basically pamphlet. I mean, it was honestly a rip off for what you got, but and then basically after that, once we got the pamphlet, I read through it and I couldn't understand basically all of it. Um, but I I gathered from the book that I needed to learn how to weld. Um, and I had no idea what welding was at the time. So, But yeah, so my dad, awesome dad, um, he took me to a friend of ours down the street. He has an auto body shop and he taught me how to weld, I think when I was 12. And then for my 13th birthday, um, I got a welder. And then it's just, it kind of picked up from there. And then I think actually right around Ben's wedding, um was my first when i bought my first 3d printer off of kickstarter um i waited about a year for it i got it it was a terrible machine but i still as soon as i took it out and i mean before i even got it i knew i was hooked on it and i was obsessed with the world of 3d printing because basically i mean and it sounds cliche but it really is your imagination is the limit of what you can make on a 3d mm-hmm. printer and so that for my type of passions and what i was into was the perfect fit i mean it's really. Yeah incredible so
0: i mean do you feel yeah. like because you had a lot of interests obviously you just mentioned like when you were 12 you learned how to weld mm-hmm. do you feel like homeschooling facilitated that um or uh allowed you to kind of you know yes really yeah. engage with Def- all of those
1: interests mm-hmm. definitely i mean and that was and that would be one of my biggest parts and we'll talk about that i'm sure in a little bit but for kids that with similar interests and you know just yes certain areas of passion um that is one of the biggest things is mom and dad were very aware of what i was into and they were super encouraging of that and so it really allowed me to like i mean they would you know they would ask me what kind of books and what kind of subjects would be able to cater to that and mom was always you know asking what could would you be interested in this book you know to kind of help you with that so they were really really able to tutor you know my schoolwork i guess around that and then also out of school too i mean you know i guess homeschooling doesn't end just when you close the books of course you know with the home um Mm -hmm. so they would all sorts again with just like the welding i mean i got a plasma cutter and just all sorts of things that they would help yeah drive those passions and it was huge was the homeschooling i think yeah i think that's one of the hugest parts about homeschooling is you can really narrow in on certain you know personalities passions for sure so i think it's great but i mean that's fine
0: uh Obviously, yeah. That's. I mean, we've talked about that so many times. It's such a cool part about homeschooling is you can mm-hmm. do that. And again, your child doesn't have to be into 3D printing or whatever. But chances are they're into something or something. interested yep. by something. Um, mm-hmm. And and there's a difference between just you know casual interest and like truly like love mm-hmm. or that's how they're wired. You know, and and I think mm-hmm. uh, homeschooling hopefully as you know you can see that you're with them every day and that's as a mom you know that's something that a teacher they might get to see that but you're the parent so you're going to be really clued into that and that's such a cool opportunity mm-hmm. to be able to fan that flame of interest and uh um passion at, to maybe as in ike's case he's you know literally got to do it as uh, as a job um what were some of the things that you feel like you mentioned? Like, your, your plat, you know, they took you and gave you what got you welding lessons. What are some of those things that, you know, uh, you found helpful getting into? Let's say someone wants to get their kid into learning some wiring or how electricity works or, you know, things like that. Was there any book or anything or uh, a resource you used at all earlier on? Or was it all hands on? Yeah. Or what did you uh, mm-hmm. find helpful?
1: So, earlier on, I mean, like, so we really didn't have, I mean, YouTube, I guess probably was a thing at the time, but really it had not picked up tons of steam. Um, so really the online learning was out of the question at the time. Um, so it really just came down to books. Um, so there was one book that I got pretty early on. It was probably seven or eight years ago. Um, it was called uh practical electronics for inventors. Um, it's a massive, you know, it's like a six inch thick book. You can get it on Amazon. I checked to make sure it was still available and it is, and it's, It has a lot of stuff in there um some of it was way too complicated i think for most people even for me still some of it because they include a lot of the formula side of things which i need to get it out of storage hopefully i can understand some of it more now but they 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 go over pretty much everything the part i really liked about the book though is they really went over all the different components and the physics of how electricity travels and works through different components and uh parts and circuits and stuff um so that was that was really the main um part of a learning for the actual you know school subject book mm-hmm. type of literature you know um but nowadays i would i mean and i i mean like people that are curious and interested in and have passions are never gonna stop really wanting to learn more about it so like i mean it doesn't just end with once you graduate so like i've now you know youtube has honestly probably been one of the hugest learning tools oh, yeah. and i think it's it's priceless I mean it is I think that should be honestly like I mean there are lots of good books I mean you can pretty much any subject your kids into and they're going to have tons and tons of books on you know whatever Amazon or whatever that I'm sure are really good but for like me and I I know lots of other people like this that especially for the hands-on kind of uh areas um it helps to have not only like visual you know of how things work and how they uh, are put together and whatever you know built um but just having someone explain it to you you know um instead of just reading it on words like sometimes it just clicks i think better when you have someone else demonstrating it live because you can always do all these things they're talking about in the book you know so it really does help i think especially for like the electricity and uh circuit you know and even 3d printing like it really helps to see it Mm -hmm. in real life you know on videos or whatever um so there's a few youtube channels um like and this like the first like smarter every day doesn't really have apply to one specific subject but it, it he covers a huge array um of all sorts of just great learning tools and is you know he he's a super curious person and he's really and the people i'm recommending are all i would say they're pretty clean i don't know they might you know mention evolution yeah. every once in a while so but i think just for the most part a little bit yeah so watch, watch think, the videos you know, ahead it, of time if yeah, you
0: can or something like that
1: absolutely and i know my younger siblings watched his videos i got i actually told mom about um smarter every day and the action lab um, again, like depending on your child's age, some of this might go over the head. But I mean, again, my siblings are four to six years younger than me. Um, and they're actually, six dumb, to eight years younger than me. And some of it, I mean, again, I, I don't even understand it all. But again, it just, they're super good teachers. And I think it's, it's all free information that's, again, priceless. Yeah. I mean, it's incredible content. There. And then I think one of the best ones would be, um, again, for motors, for solar panels, basically anything electrical and any, technical products and components and parts uh the engineering mindset um is i highly highly recommend he's just straight to the point super clean guy um he just basically does tons and tons of videos on different components um so you know they range from you know two to ten you know whatever to 20 minute long videos of him just and he has really good illustrations of how these products you know projects uh worked on how they uh, work together um so i would highly recommend the engineering mindset um again lots of good info there and i still watch his videos all the time and i haven't seen all of them he's got endless amounts of learning there um but yeah so yeah i think the internet and then i know like uh there's different websites you know like i know like curiosity stream and there's a whole yeah. bunch of different companies that specialize in you know content like this totally. and it might be More than YouTube. So,
0: yeah. Well, before I have a couple more questions and we'll let you go here. But before we do, I just want to say thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making this all possible. Um, Again, you know, we've mentioned it many times. Ike, you used Teaching Textbooks, didn't you?
1: Yes. Yeah, so. Yep.
0: Yep. Yeah. I mean, every one of my siblings has used it. I believe everyone's loved it. It's just so engaging. It helps you learn better. It breaks it down in a way that's super easy to understand and apply. Um, it's you can use it from any device inclu- that has an internet browser. So it's very um, easy for your child to be self self-directed or at least well i mean i guess the program directs them but you know pretty independent with it um but you can still check in on the grades if you want to make sure they're actually doing it um it's, it's just an amazing math curriculum an amazing company you can check out a free trial over at teaching um, and then i'm going to have dad tell you with a pre-recorded clip here about homeschooling today magazine
2: because kind of underwriting this as well making it possible is a homeschooling today magazine and, uh, you know, not only do they have great writers like Kay Chance and Todd Wilson, um, but they have other great writers. And I think what's super cool is that uh, I had gotten the print version of Kay's article and, uh, and I accidentally threw it away. I found it again and I gave it to Ben. But I went to your, I went to your website and you can see your article as well as the entire magazine in a digital version right now i mean so everybody listening could go get a sample they could read this past months and uh to sign up i mean it is uh, how often does the magazine come out Kay? it's a three print magazines a year and then we have a digital version version for the uh winter coming out okay nice. so, so just a basically. great resource and i'll and i'll i'll be honest uh there are some magazines out there uh, not just homeschooling but sometimes educational that feel like it's all about, you know, the the schooling. Mm -hmm. Um, Homeschooling today doesn't feel that way. It feels like it's a bunch of encouragement to, you know, as your theme is, to be bold, you know, because what you're talking about in paradigm shifts, I mean, you have to be bold in that. It is the right way, you know, (laughs) but you'd think the right way should be the easy way. Really, the right way is sometimes the harder way. And you have to go against all these other experts or all these other textbooks that say something that doesn't quite sound like
0: this. All right. So again, thank you to Homeschooling Today. Uh, they are an amazing magazine. We really appreciate their support and partnering with us. So go check them out over at their website. Um, all right. So I, I was saying. So you know, you mentioned 3D printing, and that's something that a lot of people are getting. You know, kids are interested in. People are uh, hearing about. If someone's if someone has a kid, you know, maybe a little bit older. Obviously, probably not like a seven year old, but you know, uh, you know, to hey, say a, like
1: I know an eight or nine year old that uh, okay. is into three yeah. D printing. Yeah. So, what
0: would you say is a good place to start if a mom is listening and and their kids mentioned it? But there's so many options. There's so many things out there. Um, actually, first, what do you think the benefits? Because not everyone's going to do what you do, mm-hmm. obviously. But what are some of the benefits of even? learning to do a 3d printer and then second where do you yeah. start
1: yeah so i mean again if your kids kid wants to be hands-on i mean if it, even if you know uh for any kind of uh future repair jobs i mean engine work i mean house stuff i mean really anything like again it's not going to teach you all those areas but like when you buy a 3d printer it's unfortunately we're not at the stage where they just work perfectly like a photo printer um so you there's a lot of maintenance involved um not, i not a lot selling of printers I can you, confirm yeah.
0: they do not work perfectly <laughs> yes, yeah I know exactly yeah. yeah
1: and so these are obviously they have multiple motors i mean they have all sorts of components so there's tons of great tutorials out there i mean the manuals are usually pretty good on how to assemble them um you can buy them pre-assembled or whatever um but yeah so n- not just running a printer but understanding how they work honestly is one of the greatest parts about a 3d printer like there's so many things that go into it and so much design that is into 3d printers and especially of how far they've come over the years um so i think they really teach a a really broad area of understanding just how things work again like i mean so you know for curious people just watching them move and print is incredible honestly that people are able to make these sorts of things and it's one of my dreams honestly is to build my own well i I built quite a few printers but to build my own 3d printer from scratch just because there's so many different categories that go into a printer um but yeah, and it's again, you can. I think a lot of it applies to a whole bunch of different areas. I mean, you've got electronics, you've got software, you've got mechanical motion power, you know, um, you've got adhesives, you've got material properties, mm-hmm. you know, with the plastics. I mean, honestly, it's amazing how many things you can learn from just one machine. Yeah, so yeah, it's amazing
0: um, how technical it really can become. Um, yeah, it's not just. And- Hit a button and everything comes out perfectly, exactly. and you don't have to do anything else. Yeah, <laughs> so that's how like they kind of present it. But and often what the end result that people think of is not just straight off the printer. So <laughs> yeah, they think it. Um, you know, it
1: takes ten minutes to 3D print this awesome, glorious, you know, statue or whatever, and it's like already painted for you. It's like yeah. no, <laughs> yeah, it takes days to print 3D print those large things. But yeah, no, it's very rewarding. So what's um, like
0: an actual? product if you know not one that i have to build because you know the average person is mm-hmm. probably not gonna be able to do that what's something mm-hmm. that you would recommend as a good place to start um
1: with if someone wanted to get a 3d printer for their kid oh man okay so oh man okay so i think for the first 3d printer um so it's, it starts around i think it's around 350 dollars um which again there's a lot more affordable options I mean, that's um, cheaper than an ipad or something again like yeah that, it's, so for a lot yeah, of people, I mean, that's, that's fine. And that's the cost of a nice photo printer. I mean, so like yeah. they've, it's amazing. Like my first 3D printer was $350 and it was garbage. I mean, you can literally, I mean, these other ones that now that are $300, way better value. But, anyways, yeah. So I would recommend the uh, Prusa. Uh, so the Mini, um, the Prusa Mini, what I think would be a really good start place to start. Um, so, again, their printers are about as good as they get when it comes to reliability and just they just work how they're supposed to. Mm-hmm. Um, again, there's a little bit of assembly involved, but I think, I would for anyone that's getting into 3D printing, I would highly and only recommend to buy a printer that requires a little bit of assembly um, because then it forces you to really kind of understand how it's actually working. Because if you buy one that's just assembled, you know, you don't if something breaks on it because it will break, you know, things will not go right all the time. You have to know how to kind of handle it and fix it um, and how to, you know, to diagnose it. Um, so, I, yeah, I think the Prusa Mini and then, of course, there's uh, the Enders. Um, so the Ender 3 is a really good printer. That's what I had. That's what I started with. I have multiple. Um, They take a little bit more time to get up and running and they might require a little more maintenance, but again, they're great and you can get them for under $200. So the Creality Ender 3s um, and they have a whole bunch of newer versions and they're highly recommend um, and they're amazing machines and I make a living by using them so I can vouch for their quality. So amazing value
0: nice awesome so yeah and i mean again you know most of these i think everything basically requires a computer of some sort i mean yep um you're gonna need (laughs) that as well obviously so you can't
1: just uh you know i mean it will require a little bit there but uh, and then yeah so can i talk a little bit about that real quick yeah so like he was saying obviously you need a computer you actually nowadays you actually there are some really good ipad apps also that you can design 3d you know geometry and parts and shapes um and your ipad and then 3d print them um yeah i would definitely recommend you know laptop or computer um so there, there's a website called tinkercad um so it's fully just web browser application so you don't need to really download anything it's super easy to get up and running um so i think that would be a good place to start really for anyone interested in 3d design um and 3d printing especially Um, it's just you can do shapes you can do text um, you can do you know all sorts of things Um, it's pretty powerful it's become better over the years Um, but again they'll find if if they're passionate about it and if they are into it you know they'll they'll hit the ceiling sooner than later with it it's not i don't want to say super limited but it is limited in what with what you can do with it with um, design so i would also recommend fusion 360 is an incredible uh, program it's very intuitive and there's there's so many tutorials online on YouTube, um, really good YouTube, um, tutorials tutorials for beginners. Um, but yeah, Fusion 360, they have hobbyist uh, downloads. You can download it for free. Um, it doesn't cost anything. And you can, the sky is the limit. I'm still learning things every day with Fusion mm. 360. And it's, I've designed every product I have on my Etsy store with that. So it's an incredible program. And I think, and a lot of industries and huge companies use it now because it's incredible. So awesome. You can do all sorts of things, but
0: yeah, cool. No, I think that's definitely a great uh, suggestion of where to start. And I think Mm -hmm. one of the keys, you know, and and dad has a book about this called Dream Big is you know, Mm -hmm. if your kid's interested in something, and then it doesn't matter if it's 3D printing, you know, motors or dentistry, whatever, it doesn't matter, it can just be anything, uh, pretty much. And it's true interest, not just like they're obsessed with video games, that's not necessarily the same, but not Mm saying that even that could be. But, um, I think the thing that was so important is for parents and, you know, this includes me is fanning those dreams and trying to encourage it because God will deal with, uh, you know, uh, not necessarily squashing, but directing that, you know, I mean, cause mom and dad weren't just constantly nagging at, Ike. Well, how are you going to pay for this? How are you going to do that? How are you going to live? You know, they just encouraged him and said, you know what, you're God's going to take care of you. You're all do what you need to, to take care of yourself. And, you know, they they he had the space to go ahead and try something that a lot of people would think is you know, not necessarily wise or reckless, you know, even maybe and it. And he, they were proved wrong, but I mean mom and dad were always really good about just fanning the dream and then letting God take care of that and them. And I mm-hmm. think that's really hard to do. And I hear it all in myself and other people all the time that it's easy to be like, well, have you thought about that? Or, uh, what about if you, uh, you know, don't sell as much as you're thinking you want, you're going to, or what if, uh, you, you fail at that? Mm-hmm. And, you know, and thankfully we're in a country where, um, the worst that can happen is not usually as bad as all that. And a lot of times, you know, you let your kid be interested in these things and they may find out that's not even for them. You know, 3D printing, your kid might be obsessed with it. They might get into it and it ends up, it's just not something they're (laughs) really, you know, going to do much more than just play around with a few times. So um, don't really sweat it. Just help your, encourage your child with those interests. And uh, we believe God will take care of it and uh you, you know your job is just to be that fanner um, uh, of good things obviously if it's something that is destructive or you know if it is just literally like they just want to you know play games all day long every day and there is no purpose or you know greater they're, they're, that's different but um you, you know you're a yeah. parent you'll be able to tell so um i think that's something that's really important and and, and again if you want more on that dad did write a book called dream big uh, that kind of talks more about that but Anything else you want to say, Ike? Again, uh, finally? Yeah,
1: definitely. And it, again, on kind of on that trail, um, I think again, as I'm not a parent yet, and we don't have any kids, but I do think about a lot. Once we do start homeschooling our future kids, um, I'm gonna be try and do my best to be very, very aware and asking them what they're not just interested because then they don't have to have a perfect plan of what they're going to do for the rest of their lives that's not how it works i mean again next month i mean this could tank and i'll have to go get a real (laughs) job and that's okay that's just part of it but i'm not going to give up and i'm going to you know keep dreaming um but yeah so i think asking questions and asking your kids what not necessarily because i mean it's i feel like most parents can tell what their kids are into but just asking them you know if Hey, would you want to try this subject or this book or this YouTube series or whatever, you know, and is it something you'd be interested in and trying your best to incorporate it into school subjects? Because, again, I think Mm -hmm. I mean, I think about all the time and I don't even homeschool any kids. But again, I think it's one of the most powerful things in the world to be able to homeschool your own kids and give them that huge leap start and jump. Well, it's because you were given their passions. Yeah, I exactly. Mean, so you, you experience
0: that yourself.
1: Yep, exactly. And it's super sad to me that a lot of, you know, the, the school system, they're all taught the same thing and they, they have a little bit of control over it, but not much. And I think that's, again, the most powerful tool ever is to really tutor to their interests and passions and to give them the tools they need to hopefully maybe even pursue it as a career someday. But yeah, no matter what they're into, I think that's hugely important yeah. to ask questions and then listen to what they're saying and what they're into and then see if you can apply that Absolutely. to some kind of subject they can learn in school so
0: all right well thanks for uh you know being willing to be on the third podcast yeah. this week uh again yep. his etsy <laughs> store is ike like to the number two create to create um and uh you know if you you see something on there maybe uh, encourage him and pick something i think up. it's
1: not i don't think it's two actually i think it's it isn't D-O, number two so. i thought I it was two. i don't oh sorry i don't i can't even remember honestly right now. <laughs> maybe it's your sure instagram it's just, is your instagram too my instagram i believe is too okay Um, maybe that's why then sorry about that
0: but just go google you'll you'll find him he also has scream canisters from monsters inc which are super cool um but uh again you know just fuel that fire of your child's interests and uh i think you do that and you and your child will be more likely to smile thanks for joining us if you'd like more weekly encouragement head on over to our website to sign up for a short weekly email that my dad todd sends out each and every week Also, again, thank you to Teaching Textbooks for making A Smiling Homeschooler possible. You can check out a free trial of their awesome math curriculum over on their website, teachingtextbooks.com. Have a great week, and as always, keep smiling.